Continuing with section C of CMA part 1 performance management, the next subtopic is responsibility centers. Every large organization is subdivided into separate segments which enable managers and the company owners to track individual performance of the segment and also set targets for their respective departmental heads. Such segment, part, division, subunit of an organization is called a responsibility center. A segment may be a division, a product line or even a geographical occasion. A responsibility accounting system is an accounting system that measures accounting results of each and every responsibility center separately. Such responsibility centers can be further classified into four. One, cost center, example, maintenance department. Two, revenue center, which makes money, example, sales department. Three, profit centers, where you have both combination of cost and revenue. You remember your six standard mathematics, sales minus cost is equal to profit. So profit centers, best example would be a hardware equipment sold within a store. Now that department, why it is called actually, you know, profit center? Because the store procures the equipment from a supplier and sells at a higher price. So this becomes a profit center. Fourth, responsibility centers can be classified as an investment center. Example, branch offices where the focus is on ROI or return on the investment. Classification of a business through such responsibility centers help the organization to set targets for individual strategic business unit or SBU and also their respective managers. It helps in tracking performance and also variances. While allocating costs to individual responsibility centers, there would be common costs such as CEO salary or finance department costs which need to be allocated to individual departments or even products. Such common costs may be allocated on a standalone basis or as incremental costs. Responsibility centers are tracked also by using a most important method called contribution method. Now what is contribution? The excess of sales over variable costs or the amount necessary to meet company's fixed cost is contribution. Every product or department may be tracked for its performance using contribution method which in turn can be at four different levels. Level 1. Sales minus all the variable manufacturing costs namely material, labor and variable overhead will result in the manufacturing contribution margin. Now this is level 1 margin. Level 2 would be whatever we achieved in level 1 manufacturing contribution margin minus the variable non-manufacturing cost. Now what are such costs? Namely marketing administration. These are not part of the regular production process. The resultant of the level 2 would be the contribution margin. Now what is level 3? Whatever we achieved in level 2 as contribution margin minus the controllable fixed costs. Now what are controllable fixed costs? Costs that are in control of that particular individual segment or department such as the salary of the supervisor, sales promotion expenses etc. Now what will be the result? The result is called controllable margin. Why? Whatever level 2 contribution margin minus the controllable fixed cost will be known as the controllable margin or the profit which is available in control of the department.
Now, what is a level four? Level four, whatever we achieved in level three contribution, controllable margin minus the remaining non-controllable traceable fixed cost. Now, what are these non-controllable traceable fixed cost? Depreciation, taxes, insurance. These are the common examples. What will be the result? The result will be that particular strategic business unit, whatever is their performance or contribution or SBU or segment performance. Now, this will give us the breakup of each and every department. If we sum all these three together or various departments and finally remove the non-controllable, untraceable common cost which are available, finally we arrive at the operating income. So this is where costing is of great help. Why? Because it helps us check for every department at every level what is the cost and what is the profit or margin. This is the most important advantage and the job of drill down analysis of cost and margins of a CMA. As we are discussing in this topic about various segmentation of business, one another topic that is of primary importance is transfer pricing. What is a transfer price? Transfer price is the price that is charged for a product or service by one department of the company to another department within the same company. In common parlance, we call this as intra-departmental transfer of goods or services. So, if Microsoft USA is transferring some services to Microsoft India, so whatever is the you know services that they are rendering, what should be the price that they should charge? Selling price or cost? So, whichever is the price that they are charging is called a transfer price. Why is this topic so important? Here, because any intra-company sale also impacts the individual department or the segment contribution and its profit and obviously in turn its managers performance and incentives too. There are eight various methods of determining such transfer price namely one market price. This is the most common one where even the income tax authorities are very happy if every company is following for outside sale also called as arm's length price. The same price is being charged even for intra-company sale. This is market price. The second one, cost of production plus any opportunity cost if the company wants to add. Third one, the variable cost of production. Fourth, full cost. Now what is full cost? This in costing language is also known as inventory cost or absorption cost. Fifth, cost plus. This is also known as markup costing. Sixth, negotiated price. So what happened? All the departmental managers will sit together along with the senior management and mutually they'll negotiate a price. Seventh one, arbitrary pricing. So such negotiations did not work. The central management of the company in line with the objectives of the organization will decide the price. Eighth but not the least is dual rate pricing. Now this is really interesting where the seller records in their department books at market price while the buyer the buying department records the transaction at variable cost price. So which method to use? It depends on the company's overall objectives, production capacity of every department, legal and other regulatory requirements. This is responsibility centers.